This episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by the Duke Blue Devils Men's Basketball Program. Need a ticket to the NBA? Or maybe even an early house in the tournament? Say no more! Duke can guarantee you a top five spot in the NBA while also ensuring you a short college season. Middle of the road recruit that wants to progressively get worse at the sport? We've got you covered. Duke promises to surround you with more talented players than yourself to completely stunt your basketball growth. So join us here at Duke, where winners win. At least not past the Elite Eight, that is. Welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast. As always, my name is Kyle Bargo, and I'm joined by my fellow host, Hayden Snook. How's everyone doing? And Spike Salter. Yo, yo, yo. So today is Monday, April 1st. On the day we are recording, we're going to be talking about this weekend, uh, what happened with the March Madness, whole kit and caboodle with the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Poor, uh... Poor Spike over here, he's still weeping about us, so we'll get his take on the Duke game, as well as coverage on MLB The Show, opening week in baseball. Uh, so opening day was, what, this past Thursday? Yep, right? yep. The, I guess the official, since the Mariners played a week before for each row, but just talking a little bit of baseball, Pirates are off to a decent start, I guess, compared to how I thought they were going to play. Yeah, but, not yeah, bad actually. Yeah, not not too bad. I mean, I guess the Yankees are are raking, but they're they're dropping like flies. So. Yeah. But anyway, how was how's you guys' weekend? What's new? Um, I am just excited for this coming weekend. Um, in case y'all didn't know, I'm a huge re- WWE wrestling fan. Huge. Call me a booger eater. I don't care. I will. I will definitely call you a booger eater. <laughs> Is that a thing people call? Yeah, booger eaters and uh, <laughs> mouth breathers. What? Yeah. Are those the people that think it's real, or are those are the people that <laughs> that dislike I, it? I think I think it's more the people that like are like, "Hey, wrestling's real." Yeah, that's that's a shame. You know, but that's not true. Wrestling's fake. It is, but. Going to WrestleMania, so it's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. We're up in MetLife Stadium in the nosebleeds because that's all you can really afford. Yeah, the the ground seats are gone for like twelve hundred dollars or something like that. And you don't want to pay twelve hundred dollars. That's not that yeah. bad, right? Oh no, it's just my <laughs> it's whole like paycheck. three days' pay. <laughs> oh geez, that's super cool though. What about you, Spike? Uh, this past weekend, I was uh, too busy watching my Philadelphia Phillies go 3-0. and Since we weren't going to give him a shout-out, I think I might as well. Uh, mm. Bryce Harper hitting two home runs. But, you know, I mean, he's going to suck this year, so it's whatever. Well, opening what day, was, he what, went 0-4-3, 0 I went 0-4-4, but, I mean, they're 3-0. and He has two homers, a double, so I'm okay with it. Two homers yeah. and a double. That's right, man. He's a great baseball player. And I'll tell you what, I'm having a lot of fun watching them play baseball, to be honest. It's definitely it's definitely fun to be excited for a game again. You know, for four or five years there, it was just, oh, the Phillies are playing. I'm a fan. I have to watch. And now it's you're actually excited to watch. And that was just a great way to start off the season. And hopefully it's not, you know, hopefully it's not fake. Hopefully the hype is real. And, 
you know, I know it's a 162 game season, so three and really doesn't mean anything, but I think just the culture, I think the culture is already changing. You know, usually they don't win those games and they won all three. So hopefully these new players coming in culture changes a little bit. I'll yeah. tell you who, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go for it. Roll with it. I, I'll tell you who I was, I really enjoyed watching was uh, Herrera. Every time Bryce came into the dugout, Adubel after Herrera? A bomb, yeah, man. Oh, I he hate was, Adubel Herrera. He had the biggest smile on his face ever, and I loved it every second of it. Anytime I, I see anyone enjoying playing like baseball, though, I, I really enjoy. You know who has the biggest smile in the world? Yeah. Manny Machado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I hate Adubel Herrera. I don't think he's a good guy. Uh, I think he's a terrible baseball player. But anyway, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you like to see him smile and carrying on and having fun. But <laughs> no, but uh, I didn't yeah, such an adorable hater. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's just some people I don't like. It, it kind of spreads like wildfire. You people don't like him, and then you're like, oh, I don't like him either. And I don't like his hair. Not a huge. Yeah, I, I as a Phillies fan, I don't like his hair. I don't even really like his game that much either. He kind of is just racist. Yeah, it's because well. it's, it's dreads, right? No, it's 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 the color of the dreads. No, it's totally the color of the dreads. I thought frosted I, tips I were like six. I, I don't like that. It's like Justin Timberlake in sync. Yeah, kind of. But hey, you know, you've got to have some form of identity in the league, and he's just um, he's just really color. he's really annoying though because he he goes through like he's really streaky, and he's he's one of those outfielders that like always has to be the most dramatic about everything. So, like, a ball that he could easily just run back and catch, he has to, like, make it look like he's diving for one of those players. Like a players. leaping catch where, like, you yes, have to leave your feet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's so annoying. And, like, when he does well, he's great. But he really annoys me as a Phillies fan. Yeah. Well, that's good that you have that take as a fan, for sure. Um, so, speaking of people that kind of annoy you, not really annoying, but how about Gary Sanchez thinking that ball was gone? Everyone in that stadium thought that ball was gone, though. Dude, Give, gave the old bat flip. <laughs> it's it's really upsetting when things like that happen, though. <laughs> oh yeah, because it just turns into an instant meme. Yeah, it's disappointing. <laughs> and, it, and of all people for it to happen to, like Gary Sanchez is a good guy. The guy I that like can Sanchez. actually like hit bombs. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like it's Pedro Alvarez doing a bat flip. It, you know? it must have really felt good, like off the bat. But it's probably just the air right now in New York. I mean, any other game, it probably was a home run. What do you mean the air? Like the air in New York is cold right now. It's oh, not like it's oh, I see what you're saying. super warm. You I know, you're saying like it's really polluted. Flies, baseball goes like flies better off the bat when it's warm. You know. Gotcha. I thought you were saying that like the pollution was so bad that it was hitting like trash in the air. Let me tell you though, the Bronx actually doesn't smell that bad whenever you go through it. It's it's really <laughs> not that bad. I'll tell you what place stinks the most, and Spike, you can attest to this. Whenever we went to Indianapolis, Columbus. Oh, yeah, Barger, you were there, too. Oh, yeah, Columbus did stink. Yeah, Columbus smelled so bad. Columbus smelled awful, and just the entire state of Ohio was just horrible. Cleveland's not bad. Cleveland's actually a nice little city. The entire state of Ohio is terrible. Well, do you guys ever drive down to Ocean City and you drive through that uh, the mushroom plant in New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that stinks. That's like the definition. It goes like the mushroom plant, and then Belleville, and then whoa, Ohio. Whoa, whoa. I'm pretty sure nothing, that's in Lancaster. I think it is Lancaster. Yeah, that's nothing true. beats nothing beats uh, Belleville Babe Ruth when we would have a game and the the cornfield next to us was like freshly fertilized. <laughs> oh, 
it was such an advantage for the Belleville team over the team they were playing. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine those parents. The oh parents man, the other teams we, that were like, "Oh we, my goodness." Yeah, and no, we're just like, ah, "Smells like Belleville." That's right, baby. <laughs> Here Belleville. come the crops, baby. I'll tell you what, though, I loved playing on Belleville's field. It was like the best kept field. I always took pride in it, and I know Bill. I know Bill. Shout out to Bill Corbin. I know he did too. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. still loving it. Best little league field though, definitely Reedsville. Oh, it was Siglerville for sure. Oh, no, 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 no. It was no. Siglerville for sure. No, no way. No. Dude, Siglerville had that legit, like, it looked like a like a real ballpark. Well, so, so did Reedsville. You just like Siglerville because it wasn't that far. The field wasn't that long, so you could just blast home runs. I don't know why you guys are completely just, like, skipping out on Town's pavement field. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I never yeah, played minor league nobody, nobody would ever slide on the Town field because <laughs> you were scared of just completely tearing up your knee. <laughs> You could play basketball on that field. Oh my gosh, you could! It was amazing. Is that bad? Oh man, yeah. Oh, I don't even. You remember from your. You should remember from your thirteen. Marga, I'm I'm shocked that you're that. not saying Sigleville because you were. Uh, I was the, the announcer. PA announcer there. <laughs> yeah, I was. yeah. Hey, the three songs that you and Matt Lutz always wanted were uh, were always Lincoln Park songs. Crazy it, Train. It was. It was no. Yeah, it was Crazy, Crazy train. train. In the end. In the end was always Lincoln playing. Park. Yeah. And. and uh, there was another one. It was like Stop the Rock. Do you what's remember that? that? No. What's the one that's like, I'm here standing in line and did it never get in. Oh, that, Nickelback. Yeah, Nickelback always played too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I had a pretty good uh, mix up on my iPod Touch up there. It's pretty good. Yeah, you did You did a really good job. You and Jeff Treaster up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were honestly the dynamic duo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My dad, my dad didn't like that I liked doing Siglerville more than I liked Reedsville. Because <laughs> I'd be over there all the time for your games, I wouldn't even watch Nate play. <laughs> Siglerville was a nice. It's a nice town. A nice it was. It, it's it's it was a good group of parents too. I mean, it was a good. Whenever you play, yeah. at least. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, anytime, like me and Matt Lutz would always hit home runs, and like <laughs> it was just you, you and Jeff would play music after each one. Oh yeah, man! It was a full. It was a full production. And, and look at us now. <laughs> look at where yep. we've come. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, MLB The Show, what do you guys think? This is Hayden's game. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, man. But you guys all played it, too. Um, so, I'll start off by saying that not much, not an extreme amount has changed. Like, gameplay-wise. Agreed. I don't yeah. know how you guys feel about that. Um well, but okay, so Spike's really, going to have a different take because Spike hasn't yeah, played for how yeah, long? I'm excited. I, let's save Spike's review for last because yeah. I think his will be the most positive. Um, I really enjoy the challenge modes where, like, you go in and you play as Babe Ruth or Willie Mays and you go through specific moments in history. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. I spend I spend a lot of the day today doing that. Uh, Road to the Show I really like. I really like Road to the Show. I've always liked Road to the Show. I like picturing myself as a ball player. But mm. I, I, I'm really weird about it. I don't know about you guys. I'm really weird about it. I don't like using my own name. I <laughs> I used to use my real name, and then I was like, you know, it sounds cooler. And then I'd just pick a name that starts and then, like, the first yeah. name is the, the one, one letter, and the second name, the last name is the same letter. So, like, Zion Ziggy or something like that. Or, like, yeah. Ralph Rizzo. Because you hear the announcer, it's like, oh, yeah, Ralph Rizzo, he's a ball player. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I don't like, like, uh, hearing my own name. What's your road to the show guy name? What's uh, name? right now it is uh Claudio Velasquez. Claudio Velasquez. Claudio Velasquez from Venezuela. Ooh. He's a left fielder, Ooh. and he's a, he's a uh, the enigma. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's is like that, the, there's, there's like the four, different right? options of you can be like you can be like the hometown hero or like mm-hmm. the the speed demon or something like that. I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact names. Yeah. So those but, were the options on like how your stats would be balanced, but you're not talking yeah. the the options like the voice things like the leader and stuff like that. No, no, he he's kind of a. I think I made him kind of cocky. I made him gotcha. like Maverick and like yeah, Maverick, yeah, other. yeah. Um, so. The only issue I really have is with the gameplay. I mean, the gameplay is still smooth. I mean, it's obviously the best baseball game and one of the the only baseball game really mm-hmm. that's like competitive, aside from like tap baseball on phone and on Xbox. Yeah. But oh man, I used to play the hell out of that. Yeah, uh, but the gameplay is just so so like the same. It feels the same, like the the players same movements and. And all that. I, I do like how when the ball hits off the wall now that it gives you a path. Yeah, that's nice. It's a nice little added. Uh, I I think I think they added like some new base, like some fielding button changes. So you can hit a button and have to hit it again to get accuracy. Or there's like another one with the analog stick too. I hate that. With... When when you're cutting when you're uh, when you're the catcher and there's someone stealing second. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Yeah, and then there's one with the pitching too, with the analog stick. That's actually pretty cool. You you like drag the you like flick the ball in the direction to where you want it. Is that just it's a different kind of pitching option instead of meter? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's, I, it's I tried that. Pitching. I tried that, and I I liked it, but I think I just I'm, I'm so used to meter yeah, that like I just yeah. had to go back. It's so tough. It's yeah, so tough. It is. You're used to something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I haven't got the chance to really play Diamond Dynasty yet. I created a um, like a team, but I haven't really played much of it. Uh, I I really enjoy franchise mode just because I like just offering insane amount insane amount of money to, mm-hmm. and then like going bankrupt. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> you, you you see what happens is you offer these big time players big money, and then like you lose all your money, so you can't re-sign them then. Okay, <laughs> and then your team is like super crappy. And then you're just stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you just start a new season. Now, do you normally just sim that? Sim a lot of the stuff and then play like the major games? Or do you try to play? I try to play can? one game a series. Okay. That's um, doable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's what I do usually. Maybe I'll probably skip a series or two. If it's like the last place team, I might mm-hmm. sim over it. But I, I try to stay in first and second place. Um, but my overall review is, uh, I would say four out of five stars. It was pretty, it was a pretty good game. I mean, so eight out, eight out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Eight out of 10. It's not bad. It's pretty, it's a pretty good game and I actually enjoy it a lot. And just cause I like the show altogether, the show's always been the game that you, it's like a go-to game for baseball. So it's a relaxing game to play too. 
Yeah, I mean, you can just sit back and just like you said the one time, like I I put it on beginner mode sometimes and just sit there and hit home runs over and yeah. over and over again, and it, it it might seem repetitive, but if you're just relaxing, you can just sit there and like bathe in your glory of hitting five grand slams <laughs> in one in one game. Had a bad you know? day? Well, I, I won twenty six nothing in MLB the show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I, eight out of ten. I. I think it's just a staple at this point. I don't think even if Xbox or 2K would come back with 2K baseball, they'd be able to compete. I think it'd be nice to drive some competition to Sony, mm. but I think uh, I think overall they're always going to be the leader in the baseball games. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I go would agree. You. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, to talk a bit on the the competitiveness, it's kind of like Madden. Uh, whenever that. There was a college football game that was coming back out, and people were saying, like, oh, it's going to be better than Madden because everyone loved the new NCAA. Or, what is it, 2014 was the last NCAA game? Like, people still Something play like that. that yeah. um, but you got to think, like, even though it doesn't seem like Madden and MLB have gotten that much better over the years, if you went from 2012 to now, it's so different. Like, 2016 to 2018 isn't that different. 2017 to 2019 isn't that different. But if you go the whole way back, and essentially 2K would be starting from, what, like 2011, 2012? So I, I don't think it would ever be – they would ever really get that market. But I, I just feel like there's so many different things that – so much time. Like, if you were to start a baseball game and start developing a baseball game, where would you even start? You know? There's just so much to that. There's so many players, yeah. so many mechanics <laughs> – I mean, one of the things I really like about this one, and I haven't dug too deep into it, um, there's a new game mode, and I, I don't think they had it last time, but it's that March to October. Have you heard of that? Yeah, that's yeah. actually pretty interesting. So essentially it's like a franchise, but it's you're you're just playing. You, you pick a team, and that team has like a little trailer that plays. Like There's four different groups of teams. It's essentially teams that are like the people everyone expects to win. I think it's like the Astros. Uh, the Yankees, the Red Sox, Cleveland, and a few other ones. And then, like, you work your way down, and it goes from, like, contender to hopeful and, and things like that. Uh, but I started playing that a little bit today because it helps. There's different sets that you can complete in, in Diamond Dynasty to get uh, better players from specific teams. So, like, the Pirates set, if you play and beat March to October on Veteran, you get 10 of those. I don't even know what to call them. It's, like, where the emblem – the same thing as uh, – like first inning where you get those little emblems that add up. It's not XP. I feel like they have so many different like classifications of stuff too. They have stubs, they have XP, and they have this thing. But whatever they are, as you get more, you get rewards, and you get like 10, which gives you like a Pedro Alvarez card or something. Throwback from the Pirates. But yeah, essentially you play like 10, 8 to 10 games throughout the season but they're all, like, the big moments. So it's kind of like a story mode for each of the teams, which is really cool. And it's all – I don't know if it would be any different for teams in the same pool, but, like, from playing the Yankees or playing the Pirates, it would be very different. Um, I haven't played too much of Road to the Show. I actually set up – I was telling Hayden about this. I actually set up my Road to the Show. Uh, I think it was the day after it released because I couldn't connect to the servers because Verizon blocked our IP address from my house, which makes Why? no sense. I have no clue why they did that, but we were able to call and figure it out. But I was trying to play Road to the Show, and I made my character, and I'm very particular on being very custom. Like, I give him his own bat swing. I give him, like, 
this different home, this different music. I stop it at like what, like two seconds to five seconds, uh-huh. like walk up music. And I set all that up and I go into my first <laughs> game and I have this pitcher and he has no pitches. And I'm like, Oh, this, this game must be, it must be like a bug. So I exited that game and it simmed. And of course my pitcher gave up like 15 runs. So <laughs> that, that guy was completely ruined anyway. So I go to the next game and he still has no pitches. So now I have a pitcher that can't pitch. And I put all this time into customizing him. So at that point, I was just really pissed off at the game and at PlayStation and Verizon for that matter. But no, from what I played, uh, I ended up playing it later that day or later the next day. And it seemed pretty fun. A lot of customizing options. But I've just been playing a lot of Diamond Dynasty. Uh, Like you guys said, it really, or like Hayden said, it really didn't change much. Um, In a good way, though, I don't think they have done anything I've found that makes it a worse game yeah they haven't they i think they just like i think they probably keep the code from like previous oh, years and just build yeah. onto it yeah you know they just I mean? enhance it a little bit and i i really wish i just like the realism you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just really wish that every year they do something to make it like more like make the players look more like themselves and make the fans look more realistic. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They've done better with the fans. Like this one, whenever you said the other day, you're like, I wish the fans were just like more realistic. They've gotten a lot better, but yeah, it's still like, if you stare into the crowd, you're like, wow, these guys all are the same person. <laughs> yeah. Or like every other person is like the same model and you can go in and randomize your road of the show character. So I don't know why they couldn't just randomize people and put them in the crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's so, something. So that, just yeah. a random uh, piece of information here. Uh, some breaking news in the baseball world. Um, as of right now, Miguel Andujar has a small labrum tear in his right shoulder, and he's going to be treated uh, conservatively for two weeks. But a season-ending surgery is on the table. Ooh, he's what Ouch. a third baseman. Yeah, he's the. Uh, Rookie of the year, almost. He almost won Rookie of the Year last year at third base. So, hmm. so Duhar and Stanton in one day. Yeah, man. That's rough. It's not good. And then what's his name? Who's the dude I picked up in fantasy that you said was going to be good? Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks, Hicks yeah. is, already hit, or is already hurt. Yeah, Hicks will – when Hicks comes back, he'll be solid, though. Yeah, that's good. His timetable wasn't too far out, right? Isn't it like – no, two it's more weeks. It's a month or like yeah. it's like two, three weeks, you know. Um, gotcha. But yeah, yeah, I love I love conquest mode. Big fan of conquest mode. I don't know if you guys ever played that. No, I don't. I haven't think I played that yet. It's uh, I mean, it, it's only within Diamond Dynasty, but it's essentially you're you're your own custom team, and every team starts with like it's like a uh, a big map of the United States, and there's a bunch of little spots, and every team starts with like ten million fans. And you try every everyone walks on the same turn, and you essentially try to get the most like territories. And the more territories you have, the more fans you get per round. So the way you get more territories is either conquering more of the board, which if they're blank you just take them. But if someone else has that spot, you can either sim, or you can play the game. And if if you beat the team or if whatever happens, if if you win, you get their fans from that spot. So it becomes like this really strategic, uh, cool game, but underlying, like you obviously have to play baseball and be good at it because you can't sim the games where you're taking over like their strongholds, like their main spot. Yeah. But 
it, it's super cool because if you work your way through the entire conquest board, you get, and I haven't done my, my biggest, what I actually like the most about this show or about this version of the show is that they have like baby conquest maps. So they have like a starter conquest map where it's like four teams. They have another one that's like five or six. And then they have the big map with everyone. And it's good to just Ooh. get like a taster on like how it really works. But you if love you finish, I do. I do. If you have the big map, you can do it at least in the last one. You can do it as many times as you want. And if you do it the whole way through and you conquer every territory, you get like 10 packs out of it. So, I mean, once you have it down to a science, the only games you have to play, which are normally on veteran, sometimes on rookie if you get really lucky, but normally on veteran are the, are the stronghold games. So you have to play, at the very least, a game against every other team. But once you do that, you get 10 packs and you get rewards along the way too and XP. So, I don't know. I just get frustrated online because there's that little bit of lag but everyone online just throws shit and dirt all over the place. They don't throw like I get you're not gonna throw a fastball on the middle, but it's just people that go on with like R. A. Dickey and, and people that no one can hit. Or we, we faced a dude it was our Throwing first the knuckleball every, every pitch, yeah. Yeah. There was a dude uh that we faced that had a Noah Syndergaard diamond card. And my team, like, I bought this uh it's the gold I don't know if it came with the game or not. Um, if you got like the deluxe version, but it was like 15 bucks and it was a bunch of gold starter players. And like, I have no one like that great, but we went and played our first game and they had Noah Syndergaard, like a 92 or 93. And his fastball was like a one Oh four. I can't even see that. And online, yeah. online, like you can't hit that. That lag is crazy. It, yeah. Like it used you to have be to swing as soon as it leaves his hand. Exactly. Like it used to be a lot worse. Um, and I don't know, like if you get a hold of one of those balls and your timing's perfect, but it's hard to like have good timing online. So it ends up being like, do I want to play online where like there's a challenge, but I don't get to have fun because I'm not hitting the ball? Because it ends up being a pitcher's duel because no one throws you anything you can hit, you know? Right. So right. I like Diamond Dynasty. I like building a team. I like doing the collections, but playing games online against people that just have like god teams, I don't find super fun. Yeah. So. I don't know. Eight, what out of ten? Um, I give it a nine. I think it does a lot of things right. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm just rolling with a nine. I it mean, gives you nothing... it gives you what you want as a baseball. Exactly. It, it's nothing revolutionary. If you told me, Kyle, what's one thing that you would want in this game, I couldn't really even tell you. Like I think they they cover a lot of different angles. The market is super cool. Something that's awesome is when you pack cards now, um, kind of like in FIFA, you see the market value, so you can do like a quick listing on it's like if you pack a card that's like a silver card when you hover over it it says it's worth i don't know 130 and you can quick list it on the market or you can do like a quick sell or you can add it to your lineup as opposed to like going into your inventory then and then adding that into the lineup so i like that a lot it's it makes it more accessible to actually play diamond dynasty but yeah there's not a big thing that is desirable for me so i'm really i'm really happy with it but Spike, you played your last game when who was on the cover? Ryan Howard was on the cover in 06. Wow. 06. So it's been 13 games since I've played it. And That's incredible. Yeah, I mean it was I don't know, I just I just never I honestly don't have a reason for it either. I just never I never got one. Um, after that, I remember my brother got 
um, I think it was 2013, Andrew McCutcheon was on the cover with the Pirates still. Mm-hmm. And um, never played that. And then this one with Bryce Harper on the cover, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it this time. And, I mean, obviously my reaction to it is going to be a lot more positive because it, it just <laughs> – the difference between 2019 and 2006 in video gaming is astronomical. So oh, yeah. <laughs> the – the graphics look great. The the realistic pitches, you know, the amount of movement on the pitches, um, what like when you swing, the timing of your swing, the contact you're going to get with the timing of the swing based on the pitch and where it's at. Everything's super realistic. Um, I actually did March to October. I, I did a whole season already. Yeah. And it, with, it's actually with the Phillies. Decent. Yeah, it's a decent amount of games, and but it's different. It, it's different. So. You know, the first game, it might, it might put you, like, top six. And your challenge is just to win the game. It might be 0-0. Zero, zero. And if you win that, then you get momentum towards your team. And with that momentum, then in the next simulation, it'll help you out. And you might win a couple games in a row. Now, if you, would, if you lose, like, you fail the challenges, it decreases your momentum. And you might go on cold streaks. So the more you win in a row, the hotter your team gets and the more wins you get and the next time a simulation comes up in the top of the six, it might not be zero zero anymore. It might be two nothing. And that's all you have to do is just keep your lead. Now other challenges might be, you know, you play as Andrew McCutcheon uh, for like, you know, three at bats and you have to maybe get a double or something like that. And if you win, you, your team still gets some momentum, but if you get the double, you know, then it, it really shoots up. Uh, there was one time where, I was in the seventh inning and I had to complete the no hitter for Jared Eikhoff and I, I couldn't do it, but we still won. So there's just a bunch of different things that it asks you to do. And, um, I, I mean, I ended up winning the world series. I mean, it, it was kind of unrealistic in that way because I didn't mm-hmm. lose a game in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but uh, the only, and it seems like I'm nitpicking the only thing that I didn't like <laughs> And this is just me in real in real life. I hate sideline reporters. I just think they're so <laughs> unnecessary. So yeah. like before every single game, when Matt Vasgersian has to talk to that that chick and just like, mm-hmm. what do you think? What you know? What about this? And then she <laughs> says she says the most obvious stuff ever that like doesn't have to be said. Bryce Harper had a great season last year and hit thirty something home runs. And yeah, it's and just we're like looking for the same today, John. Yeah, back to you, Matt. And it's like, why why do we have to have this every single game? So I skip over her every single time. And yes, if it was a man, I would still do the same thing. So don't even throw the sex in the card on me. Did you but, see that you get a trophy from seeing her for the first time? Did you really? Yeah. I, you, I didn't even notice that. Well, maybe you didn't listen to her. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> because I, I shit you not, earlier today, I played, I started the Pirates one. And it was at the very beginning of the first game. And she came up, and it was called. It was a silver trophy, and it said "Meet Lindsay" or whatever, oh. whatever, whatever her name was. Yeah. And I looked at it, and it was. So that's assuming everyone that played Road to October, but that might have been too much of an assumption because it was like fifty percent of people had that trophy. I just, I, I <laughs> everyone's like, like no. <laughs> After like the second time, I made sure that I skipped it right away so that her voice wouldn't even carry over to the first at bat. It was that. That's hilarious. Um, another thing that, and, and this is just, I think this is just me coming from 20, uh, 2006 to 2019. When I, when I hit like a line drive, I normally can't tell if they're going to catch it or not. And obviously it's, it, it, it is realistic because it's giving you from the point of view from the batter. But back in 2006, 
you could always tell if the guy was going to get to it or not. Yeah. So, and I like to, I like to have my base runners on manual. So I do it myself. I don't like, I don't like doing auto running because I feel like that's kind of cheating. So sometimes, sometimes when I throw or sometimes when I hit these line drives and I can't tell, like, I I can't tell where it's at. I can't tell if they're going to get to it or not. I'll I'll mess up base dealing a lot and it it, kind of ruins me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But overall, I mean, I I really, it's hard to put in words how much different the game has changed in 13 years. I'm sure. Was Road to the Show a thing in 06? Um, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it, it just been. like, wasn't it just like create a player and then you? Just it was just like create a player and then you. Yeah, there was no draft or anything. You just mm. picked your team and you, or you randomized it and you went to like the single A version of that. Um, I did start a, a uh, road to the show and so I looked. I they didn't have Spike, so I was kind of pissed about that. So there they. <laughs> I know, I know. So my name. <laughs> Like my name on it is Spike Saltzer, but the name that Matt Baskersian says is Connor Saltzman. <laughs> <laughs> now Matt, num- number two, Connor Saltzman. Those are the best. I wanted our neighbor over here. We don't know her name. Well, I know her name, but it's it's something like completely unpronounceable, like where I'm living now. But we yeah. always call her Marge. And I was trying to find <laughs> the name Marge. Simpson. But I couldn't. Just yeah, just regular Marge. Yeah, and dude. There was no first name Marge, but there was a last name. It was like Marjolkowski. Yeah, so that, that's my, that's my and dude's that's, name. Is like and that's my thing. <laughs> is like seriously, there's no spike. But then I see, like, I can't even think of any of the names. But I see some of the first names on there. I'm like, that's a first name. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of them too. Uh, you have like three or four like I saw, pages. I, I swear, I swear, I saw the name like Rodent or something like that. I'm like, who names our kid Rodent? <laughs> Well, there's like three or four pages at the beginning of like first names and last names that are just nicknames. Yeah. So it'll be like the hammer, but it, it's funny too. Like whenever they pronounce it, you can tell like whenever, yes. I don't know if that's Matt Veskirgen, but some of them are just like Bill, Spike, Jack. Yeah. And then it's like the hammer. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can tell, you can tell that like that. That's another thing is you can tell that they recorded it like. And obviously, because the combination of doing these all at one time would just take forever. Oh, 100%. But instead of just saying, now off the bat, number two, Connor Saltzman. It's now off the bat, number two, Connor Saltzman. Yeah. And it's, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. tell there's just a separate recording there, and it's hilarious to listen yeah. to. Yeah. It's like, Joe, the hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, who ends the last name like that? Yeah, right. Kyle Bargo. <laughs> Kyle Bargo. <laughs> It Kyle, the great me. driver, Bargo. It kind of reminds me of how uh, in the old backyard football games, that's how the announcers <laughs> used to be. It would be, oh, like, yeah. what was that girl's name? I think it was like Joanne or something. Whoever yeah. the... Lu- Luann. No. Pablo. <laughs> Sanchez. Yeah, it'd be like, Pablo Sanchez. is now Pablo, Sanchez. <laughs> Pablo Sanchez is the greatest athlete that's ever lived. Easily. Oh. Changed my mind. Um, the, I hate that, like... They put those nicknames, like you said, Bargo. They put those nicknames as like a first name, mm-hmm. like instead of just a nickname. Instead of just having first names, then a nickname, then a last name. Yeah. Like it'd be cool if they could go Connor the kid Seltzer, like Spike the kid Seltzer. But the, instead, it's like you said, like the Hammer Hasselhoff. Yeah, right. Yeah, that would that would make a lot more sense if they had a nickname field, and then just gave, like made it optional. You know, that that would yeah. make way too much sense for them. But the commentator I was thinking of is Sunny Day. Sunny Day. <laughs> Sunny Day. Sunny Day is who? Uh, Sunny Day 
and Buddy Check was was backyard hockey. Chuck Buddy. Downfield was backyard football. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Downfield. Uh, and then uh, baseball was Vinny the Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember this guy, Barry DJ. That was the Barry I DJ remember was that the day. basketball yeah. one. Yeah. And then soccer was Earl Gray, but I never played backyard soccer. No. It's like the most boring thing ever. <laughs> no. Oh my god! Hold up, sorry. Abner double play is baseball <laughs> 2005, and then yeah. 2009 is Jack Fowler. <laughs> oh, so stupid! Oh, I miss those though. But it was like Tony Delvecchio is now up to bat. <laughs> Tony Delvecchio is up to bat. Yeah, it's so that I mean that's that's just a minor thing. So all minor, pretty minor. Um, I. I I would say probably for me, it's like a, a nine, 9.2 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I, and the thing is, the thing is for me though, because I don't have Oh six anymore. So I can't give like a full review because that was 13 years ago. So like, I right, can't right. really remember what, what's changed other than just how realistic it is. You know, it's crazy to me. Like for you is it's not like you haven't played games either. Like you've always had a PlayStation. Yeah. So it's not like you had an Xbox either where you couldn't play a baseball game. You I know. So that's, PlayStation. <laughs> so I think that's the reason why, and, and that was another thing about the sideline reporter is I think her graphics are horrible. Yeah. And I they, think they could be worse. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, they definitely could be. I think that's another thing is I'm not like too taken over by the graphics because mm-hmm. I also played Madden every year. So like I'm yeah, used yeah. to, yeah. And, and I play games, so I'm used to good graphics. Yeah, and that so, evolution yeah. of the show graphics, all all sports game graphics are kind of one and the same. Where there's still critiques about it, but they've obviously come a long way since like 2005. Yeah, so like, but like even I, you know, you have the chance to replay some some uh, calls. You like Hayden said, you can see like the line trajectory of where it's going to go after you after it hits the wall. So just different things like that. It's uh, another thing that I saw was what what is it? Oh. You, so you know like in Madden when you dive like some sometimes you do like the Madden dive and it's like 10 yards mm-hmm. right yeah. right this time in the show I've noticed that when you dive you're not going to get to the balls that you used like 13 years ago because I remember mm-hmm. 06 like if you were somewhere near like the big baseball icon of a, of a, a pop-up and you dove you'd probably get to it now if you dive and you miss it, it screws you over or you'll dive and you might just, it might hit your glove. So it's, it's realistic in those aspects too. Um, and I'm sure there's, there's aren't new things, but for me, they're extremely new. When you say dive, do you mean like, like dive to catch the ball or you dive? Yeah. Before... Like, like, like lay out to catch the ball. Okay. Because I know or, like when or my brother and I used to play to get the ground ball. Okay. I, Cause my brother and I used to play, play. we would always we play, play like, play. what's that echo? Who's echoing? Spikus, hot echo. Jeez, jeez. You don't hear it, but it's there. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. Is it still there? Um, a little bit, not as bad. But Guys, anyway. today we're starting the GoFundMe for Spike to get a new. <laughs> the link Please. is GoFundMe slash Spike get a new microphone. You piece of shit. <laughs> little, <laughs> little, kidding. little does Spike know that this is an April Fool's joke, and there's no echo. <laughs> No, but um, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. What were we talking about? I don't know. Well, let's move on. No, I really yeah, want to say something. Thinking. What yeah, was I saying? Making fun of me. That's all you were doing. 
No, what was I saying? Oh, diving. Oh, <laughs> way back when we would play fastballs down the middle, you'd hit one, and then it'd be like a big like line drive, so we'd always dive before, and then you had to get up and go catch the ball. I thought that's what you were talking about. It's like if you dive, you dove, and it took longer to get up. But I've never, I, I've never that found actually, a... That's actually one thing that annoys me a little bit about the game mm-hmm. is sometimes, like, I will dive. And I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm not that slow when I dive and it hits, like I hit the ball mm-hmm. and it takes like two seconds to like, Oh, where am I? And then you pick up the ball and throw it. Like, I feel like I'm not that slow and yeah. these are professional athletes. So I would imagine they're even quicker than me. Yeah. The only time I'll ever dive is if it's in the infield, because like if I'm diving and it's a third baseman and he gets like nowhere close, I'm still, it's not going to screw me over because the guy, yeah. the outfielder is still coming in and making the play. The most right. dangerous play is when it's like right or left field or even center field and yeah. it's coming straight at you and you try yeah. to dive and yeah. it just rolls right past. Yeah, for sure. On are you talking road to the show? Just anything. On road to the show when it comes to like diving and stuff, it is so tough. <laughs> Cuz sometimes the camera like gets real fun- like funky with you. Yeah. And, that was another that was another Yeah, go ahead. You'll want to you want to turn one way and the camera will go to the left. And you're you're stuck trying to go to the right. Camera's looking one way. You don't you can't see where the ball is, but you have that little guide. And then by the time you get there, you have to dive for it. And if you dive, you either jump up in the air and completely miss it, or that was one thing. Road to the show wise is I can't tell. Like when I'm when I'm on the base path, sometimes I I can't tell if I should tag up or not. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can't tell if um, maybe there's a maybe there's a, a hit a single to right field, and I can't tell if I should go from first to third or not because I can't see. So I'll just kind of stop at second, and then I'll look back and realize I had an extra five seconds. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you though, where I feel like it got harder to judge where the balls are being hit, and that's even yeah. from from what I remember from last year to this year. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just like as the years have progressed, it's just gotten more realistic, which means yeah. it's more difficult. But there's been so many times where let's say I need a run in the inning. I'm really greedy with my, my leadoff batter. And then I have him. I think I smacked the ball out and I'm holding an L1. And then the guy di- lays out and catches it. And then I'm screwed over. I'm tagged out first. Yeah. And then that just ru- you know how that happens. You, yeah, don't, you don't get yeah. a two out, out rally when that happens. You end up striking out at a fastball completely out of the zone or in the yep. dirt. Another game, another. I was gonna say like this game, like as much as I said it's re- it's relaxing, it can also get super frustrating really quick. Oh yeah, it's entirely and, mental. And we're picking out little things here. Yeah, and, and that's something I really quick I wanted to say, and then I'll, I'll say one more thing that I disliked. But we're picking out really small things here, so it's not at all taking away from the quality of the game. But one. Li- <laughs> One thing that's happened to me twice is I will try to like do a sacrifice bunt and somehow my bunt will be so powerful that like it's a pop-up almost to the outfield. <laughs> really? And I'm just like, yeah, there's been twice now. One was with Andrew McCutcheon and one was with Nick Pavetta where I tried to sacrifice from first to second and twice I put the bunt down. It was and they were both low. So like it wasn't like it was even high, so it, it would arc. Like they were both low, and somehow it was like a line drive to the second baseman. That's absurd. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, huh. it was it was crazy. It, I don't know if it was a glitch or what, but I'm I, I don't think anybody's laying that hard of a bunt down. <laughs> no. I don't know if you guys 
look into this at all, but you can like adjust sliders to make it more realistic. And I, I do that every time I get like even a football game, mm-hmm. I'll make the sliders like a, a real, I'll look go online and look for most realistic sliders. And then there's websites like uh, operation sports. They post the sliders, uh, how to make the game like the most realistic. And I did that with this game and it actually makes it interesting. The base runners run a little faster. Fielders are a little faster. Uh, arm arm strength's a little better, and but it's it's like it makes it tougher to hit the ball. But if you're playing just simulated players, it, it to have that kind of realistic feel is nice. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if you're only, playing on rookie to <laughs> legendary. The only reason I don't touch the sliders at all is because if I were to adjust sliders and change like the way I play, and then go into playing online because everything's defaulted, that would be the only reason that I wouldn't do that. But that would be super cool to just try it out. Have you guys tried out the uh, the retro mode? I played that last year. It was pretty fun. I have not, no. It's just like essentially like arcade baseball where it's just you just click a button. It's straight timing. The pitcher clicks a button. So it's literally like fastballs down the middle. Yeah. Kind of like your, your typical old baseball game where yeah. it's the hit fest. The pitching's not realistic at all. But that that's a lot of fun because it's the same type of thing as – to me, going and under rookie and hitting a hundred home runs, you know, yeah, it's, it's just fun and simple. But yeah, I guess uh, we'll dip out of dip out of the show. Overall, we all rated it pretty high, which is which is good. Um, I guess real quick, like really really quick before we go, a lot of uh, sports games have been obsessed, and a lot of user interfaces UIs have been obsessed with all the boxes as opposed to like lists and drop downs now. And I think the show. I love the overall feel of it, but there's that one pane on the far left that has like a 50 bajillion things that you can do with it. And it's super overwhelming to me. Like when I first got the game, it was like, okay, well I have road to the show franchise, diamond dynasty, retro mode, uh, road to October, just regular play now play with friends. And then the next pane, it's like my inventory. There's just so much different stuff going on that for me. And I've played it before. Like, Spike, were you overwhelmed at all by like all the different options you had? Yeah, I I honestly had no idea what the difference were between yeah, all of them. There's there's just because so because going back to 2006, I mean, Road to the Show was new too, so it was literally Road to the Show franchise and, and franchise, yeah, and that and play now, yeah. So when I when I went to the main menu and saw all these different modes, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, there's so there's much, so- which is a which is a really good thing, and that's yeah. why our ratings are really so high because we've all played different Hayden spent more time on road of the show spikes done October road to October. And I spent a lot of time in diamond dynasty. So there's a lot of different ways you can play. I mean, it's all coming back to the same stuff, but that's what's, that's what's super cool about it. Well, and it's cool. And I, again, this might not even be new in the show, but I just thought of how it was super cool that like the commentating now talks about free agency and who went where, Mm-hmm. Whereas in past years, it was just you had the rosters and that was it. If if there was a trade in the middle of the year, didn't matter because there was no internet really on it. Mm-hmm. So right. say say like say um I, I don't know say Abdubo Herrera since we were talking about him earlier. Say he gets traded to the Twins or later this year. The day after, it would be on this game. Two thousand six, not until two thousand seven would that be true? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and then they're able to update things that people don't like throughout the season too, which is yeah. which is definitely helpful. Um, yeah, yeah. The uh, what you're talking about with the different, like 
like updates and stuff, they do that like with the speech as well as like with the cards. Like they all the cards in Diamond Dynasty, a lot of the cards are called live series cards. Yeah. Which are entirely dynamic as you uh, as players do well or if it's a good matchup. So like you could actually invest in cards if you think that some rookie from the Phillies is raking this year. Kinda like uh who's the who's the guy that got hit yesterday? Uh Ryan, right? Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins, yeah. Sorry. I'm I'm not versed it's in okay. Phillies. It's but okay. uh Reese Hoskins, like if you got his card last year, like early on, like there were high expectations, but he was like a bronze card. And yeah. by the end of the year he ended up becoming like a high silver or gold because he was playing so well. So it's Makes cool sense. that you can you can kind of hoard <laughs> all these players that you think are going to do really well and then trade them up on the market or do whatever with it. There's a lot yeah. of different stuff to play. Oh, absolutely. So, so we kind of covered a bit about opening week two. Um, in terms of our team, Spike, you said the Phillies are, are undefeated and you're happy about that. It's going to be very interesting because they're playing a two-game series at D.C. against the Nationals mm-hmm. uh, starting tomorrow, and one of them is going to be against Scherzer. So... Uh, I mean, he's definitely going to get good bomb on. Well, it's it's interesting. I guess DC's mayor tonight posted like a picture as Harper as Benedict Arnold. So he's kind of putting fuel to the fire. Uh, They're definitely, he's going to definitely going to get definitely going to get booed. Um, I I really hope he puts on a show, but I will also wouldn't be surprised if he has two really bad games. So that'll be interesting to see if the Phillies end up three and two after the next two games. I feel like the nationals fan base, can't be too mad though. They they didn't offer him a lot of money. Like I don't know how right. you could blame him. Right. It's not like he just ran away because he wanted a ton more money. Like I don't know. I, I feel like they weren't offering him what was fair. <laughs> so and I think fans and he spent he spent seven years there or six years there. So it's not like he spent two years there and was like okay I'm out. Like he spent right. a lot of time there and had a lot of wins, a lot of homers, a lot of hits. And I mean, they should they should thank him really, but like you don't think you don't Nats think fans, fans are thinking, thinking kind of like how we're thinking about Antonio Brown, do you? I just think that any time a player ha- because he did have, I mean, he did have the option of staying, mm-hmm. and I think that any time there is that option of staying, and you say no because you get more money, then there, there's automatically going to be booze. And yeah. and it doesn't help that you went to a rival in your division that's like that's well, also like true an yeah, hour that, away. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't really consider that. But... So it, it'll be very very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the Pirates are two. They're one and one, I think, because they got rained out on Saturday. I think you guys are playing right now, or you played earlier today. We played earlier today, and we blew the lead. We were up four nothing in the first inning off of Wainwright, who pitched terrible. Archer yeah. Archer pitched five innings, had eight eight strikeouts, um, but our bullpen just completely shattered. We we did not do well, so we lost today six to five. Overall, we might have two, we're one and two. Yeah, that's right, because we lost both games to the Reds. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. I've I've shared my thoughts on the Pirates. I I want them to do good because I'm in the city and I'll be watching games. But at the same time, like I know they're not going to realistically get to a team to be a team like. Even the Phillies at this point, the Phillies, Red Sox, Yankees, they have a lot of potential, but they don't necessarily have a lot of like good pieces right now. Like I like Colin Moran a lot. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of their players, but 
I just don't see them really producing this year. And if they do, it's going to be kind of like a fad, um, like a, a, an upward trend that doesn't stay true the entire year. We'll probably be over 500 at the trade deadline, buy someone, instantly not become a contender, and then take on their salary for three or four more years. That's uh, that's the Pirates' way to do things. It's very optimistic view. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Yankees, the Yankees undefeated? Uh, no, the Yankees are not undefeated. Uh, we lost the first series to the Baltimore Orioles, which is what? pretty bad. Didn't you like, kill the Orioles in, in game one? Uh, they didn't kill them. I mean, it was like no. six to two. But the Yankees right now are just so like held down by injuries. Like finding out Andujar might have a, have to have a seasoning surgery is not good. Uh, Stanton getting hurt because of a muscle in his bicep, or yeah, I guess his bicep is the injured muscle. But but they and, have Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's a good ball player. Aaron Judge. I'm glad they have their leader in Aaron Judge. Uh, Gary Sanchez seems healthy. Uh, Severino being out definitely isn't helping. Having your ace pitcher like not throwing his best in mm. spring training and then finding out he's injured. Yeah. Definitely doesn't help. CC having CC hurt just even like CC might not be the top notch player he once was having that uh, leadership and that veteran role in the bullpen is always helpful. Uh, it's just, I think they're, they're getting a slow start here to the season. And I kind of, I kind of predicted that in the, the episode when we did the preview, as I said that the Red Sox are going to have a, a, kind of a head start uh, into the well, which they don't though, which is good for you guys though. Yeah, they don't. They actually have been starting off. Their starting bad. pitching has been horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's shocking actually. Chris Sale got absolutely knocked around the other day. Yeah, yeah, and he think about they just signed a crazy extension for him. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe the AL East isn't as strong as what people are thinking. Uh, and like we said, we got to remember. Bay. Like we said, we got to remember though, real quick, that it is a 162 game season. Oh, yeah. So the oh, first yeah, three yeah. games, like two months from now, it'll be a completely different story. That's I entirely agree. true. I agree. I mean, if you uh, think about it, it's nine NFL seasons wrapped into one MLB season. Oh, I just. <laughs> In terms of how many games are played, it's just so much. It is. And I mean, obviously, it's not as intensive as. And I I use intensive in terms of like your body getting beat up, but yeah, I mean you're on the road all the time. Like that is a lifestyle. Not oh yeah, I mean they're they're but, playing yeah. like four or five games a week. Right. Yeah, that, that's kind of absurd. I I think they just picked up a win with the Tigers tonight. So, and and they're they were out of like their lineup tonight was crazy. Here I'll read you the lineup from tonight. It, in terms of how they did, or just who it was. It, like who it was. It was just such a random, like, put together lineup tonight. Uh, hold on one second. Brett Gardner, Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, Greg Bird, yeah. Sanchez, it, Glaber Torres, LeMayhew. Who is Mike Touchman? He's a minor leaguer that they had to bring up. Ooh, wow. Never heard of him. Yeah, and Clint Frazier, who's also a uh, pretty high accounted for prospect in the Yankee organization is getting his shot again as well hmm. because he wasn't in the lineup so. No, he wasn't in the lineup. He was on the bench, but Does he have really cool hair. Ball. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, Am I thinking of the right like guy? Super red hair. So. Yeah. Super red, like bushy. Yeah. 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 My dude. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. um, we're going to start talking about Spike. Are we allowed to? I, I guess. 
if we have to. <laughs> so sweet 16 games. Just rolling down the list. Duke beat Virginia Tech. That was a good game. The officiating was not good. On both sides. On both sides, right. But did they almost screwed Duke over at the end. Yeah, um, I mean, they're, they're – I mean, No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Blackshear was out of bounds. It shouldn't mm-hmm. never should have mattered, but keep going. Well, wasn't, wasn't that the game where uh, at the very end uh, – who's the point guard? Trey Jones. Duke? No, sorry, not point guard. Who's the other good guy other than Zion? R.J. Barrett. <laughs> R.J. Barrett. Didn't R.J. Barrett, like, jump out of bounds and throw the ball in and they blew the whistle, even though he wasn't out of bounds? He, I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure that was the Virginia Tech yeah, game. Like, that that shouldn't even like have – they shouldn't even have gotten a last shot, and they did. There were just a bunch of crazy things that were going on, and, yeah. you know, I don't it, – it's Duke. So, anytime mm-hmm. something goes their way, their fans are going to stream it, so. Right. LSU played Michigan State that – that was a game in the first half, and then Michigan State just pulled away with it. They were shooting way too well. Yeah, um, I just I, I I never bought into LSU, so I mean, no. that's as simple as it gets for me. Yeah, did anyone watch Virginia Oregon? I didn't watch that. I, I did. Um, I I mean, I'll give credit to Oregon. They they kept it close all yeah. game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I, I just thought I, I'm not shocked that Virginia is the last number one seed standing because I just thought that they they weren't going to go into it like a classic number one seed where they think they should beat everybody. They had mm-hmm. a lot more to fight for. Right. And I think they were the least picked one seed to make it as far. Like obviously Duke was dominantly yeah. picked in North Carolina, not too far after. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people just had, they saw what happened to Virginia last year and they thought it was going to happen again. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't watch that game, but I heard it was a good one. And then Purdue and think... Tennessee. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, do you think, uh, like, this matchup between Virginia and Auburn, do you think that's, like, the worst possible mass- matchup for Auburn? Well, so, <clears throat> when we – yeah, I, I – well, they could have played them or Texas Tech, and I think it would be very bad for them. They're gonna, Like I said, they're going to live by live and die by the three, and they've been living pretty, you know, pretty high in the three. And I don't know if they're going to – I honestly don't know. They might do very, very well against Virginia because Virginia is a very good defensive team on the inside. Their their outside defense, I mean, you can't really guard a three 100% of the time. So if they shoot lights out, they're going to beat them. Mm-hmm. They're going to win the national championship if they keep shooting the threes the way they are. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. There's nothing really stopping them either. No, because it's so far out there that if you if you commit to the three-pointer – then you're just going to let the inside wide open. So you just have to pretty much gamble on the, you know, the least percentage of making it th- that shot. You're just gambling. They're not going to make it as much as they have. And so far they've been making a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kyle guys, my guy, no pun intended, pun intended, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so Purdue beat Tennessee. That was a really, really good game. That Carson was, Edwards. Yeah. Is the man. Purdue's all the games that Purdue's been in. Like the last the last two games Purdue's been in have been super entertaining. Uh, Carson Edwards really <laughs> he showed up in, in he's showed up in every single game this year, but uh, that was pretty much lights out performance there. Um, and then I yeah I guess just going into those uh, elite eight matchups, let's get it over with Duke game Duke lost to Michigan sixty eight sixty seven. Is is this where I talk? This is where you get on your soapbox. 
This I told Hayden, <laughs> I, I told Hayden this before the podcast that this loss is the hardest I've ever taken a Duke loss. I've usually been okay. Like if they if they lose to North Carolina, I'm good. Like probably about an hour or two afterwards. If they lose in a tournament, just give me a couple hours, I'm fine. This one, I am still like just not happy. And it- I I was at work when they lost, and for about a half hour, I just sat there motionless. Like I just. I don't know why I took it so hard, but I did. Do you think it's because, like, everyone and their mothers thought Duke was going to, like, easily take this? I mean, everyone knows it's March Madness, but do you think it's the hype behind that? So, it's it's amazing to be a Duke fan, and it's also very, very hard to be a Duke fan because when you win, everybody hates it, which makes you love it even more. Mm -hmm. But But when you lose, everybody is talking about it. I mean, everybody and their mother is talking about Duke losing. And then you have to add the hype with Zion, and it just it just makes it ten times worse. Yeah. And that the ending of that game wasn't great either. I mean, you didn't even no, get, I, they, didn't get a shot. <laughs> they didn't um, – Zion didn't touch the ball the last minute 44 of the game. So mm. I, I don't know what they were thinking, but as soon as RJ got fouled with eight seconds to go, I knew he wasn't making them. No, Duke's not good at foul shots overall, no. right? <laughs> I just, I just don't understand how the guy who has won you all these games, how in the last minute forty-four, you don't just give it to him. And, and you know what? If he gets called for a charge, he gets called for a charge. Who can blame him? But why would you not just give him the ball and see what he can do? Well, I think it was the same type of thing as Carson Edwards, like how that game ended. Like Carson Edwards tried to pass the ball off, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, let Carson Edwards shoot it." Like he was getting triple teamed. They yeah. weren't going to let anyone else shoot that last ball, and that's what yeah. Purdue thought, and they tried to pass it off, and it went out of bounds. But, I mean, I would imagine – I didn't watch super closely at, like, how the defense was, but I imagine everyone thought Zion was going to be the guy at the end, as, as he's been all season. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was pretty upsetting to see Duke trying to shoot a lot of three-pointers, too. I mean, oh they, made a few, they made a few of them, but, like, if Duke – if Duke just played in the paint, like if Coach K said, you shoot a three, you're out. We don't shoot threes. You realize like that I don't think they'd lose a game this season. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a hot take. And it, no, it's it's definitely a hot take. They're never going to win a national championship again under Coach K until this one and done rule is ousted, which is supposed to be like 21, 20, 2021, 2022. So at I least... I didn't realize the next, they were planning on that. Yeah, so at least in the next three to four years, they're not going to make a Final Four either. Now, you because, think that, like, Coach K just has so much influence that if you give him two, three years, like, he's that good of a coach? That is that where you're saying the difference would be? Or what What would be the well, difference there? Well, then, once, once the rule comes out that it's not you have to go to college for a year, or you have to sit out a high school for a year and play a year overseas or something like that, and you can just mm-hmm. go straight from high school to there, then you don't have to have the one-and-dones anymore. Um, you're going to have a lot more upperclassmen. And that's the problem is Coach K, for some reason, just thought he had to be better than Coach Calipari with all these recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. And he's just going through this cycle now of just getting these good players, so getting like four to five players a year, Three of them leave, two of them stay, but the two who didn't, the two who didn't, um, who weren't as good as they were supposed to be, and then more people come in the next year, and those two people who didn't produce the last year still don't produce that year because they're not playing as much. So it's mm-hmm. like 
So you look like Marquise Bolden, who is their who's their junior center, never averaged more than eight points in his career. He was like number nine in the country. Cam Reddish mm-hmm. completely underperformed this year because he was the number three guy instead of the number one. So mm-hmm. and they never have good senior leadership. So when they won in 2015, yes, they won with three they won with three freshmen and then Grayson Allen coming off the bench. But they also had Quinn Cook, a senior who could score. They don't have that anymore. So they're, they're not going to win. It, we see this every single year. And now finally you had Zion, who, who kind of had that chance to be the anomaly in the situation. They still couldn't do it. Yeah. They're not going to go to another Final Four until at least 2022. Right. And, and that dynamic, too, like from – I can't even imagine with basketball where it is mostly one and done, like especially for like the Blue Bloods. It's yeah. mostly one and done. And how would you expect to have – like if you're a senior at Duke, chances are – you don't play more, more often than not. You don't play, but more often yep. than not, you weren't good enough to start. Yep. So who's going to respect you if they're number one in the country and listen to what you're saying anyway? So it creates this weird like, it it's not coach. It's not players coaching players. It's players just being uncoachable. I think look at, at this point. Look at the teams in the Final Four. How many freshman phenoms do you see? Not not a lot. Not, <laughs> zero. No, none. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And. I saw stats today that Zion and RJ accounted for 52% of Duke's points this year. In all of college basketball history, when that has happened or like anywhere close to that number, no team has ever won. So I just they can just shut down. They can just shut that down. Yeah, and I just like I went into this saying, and you guys, I mean, I'm on record on this podcast. Yes, I had them winning because I thought they were the best team, and I still think they're the best team. Mm -hmm. I because March Madness, the best team sometimes doesn't win. Oh, I think sure. if they, I think if they play any team in a best of seven or a best of five or best of three or whatever, I think they beat every single team. But it's one game, and they got beat. And I just, I, I, I don't understand why they were such the heavy favorites because you saw in the first, take away the first game against uh, North Dakota State. I mean, they struggled every single game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's my take. I took I took it the hardest I've ever taken. I'm kind of glad Zion's leaving. I'm just I'm ready to just restart. You want to get back into actually like growing and developing a team as opposed to just finding the best player and playing him. Well, and that's why I like Grayson Allen. And obviously, I like Grayson Allen because I like getting under people's skin. But mm-hmm. he also stayed for four years. When am I ever going to see that again? Where a, a great basketball player stays for four years at Duke? Yeah, I mean, par- part of that was because of his draft stock dropping. Well, so so I, agree. I mean. That's the thing. He could so he could have left after his sophomore year. He was projected to go mm-hmm. exactly where he ended up going after his senior year. And yeah. he, did. he stayed two more years, and I respect the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, because he wanted that title. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of long winded, but I as it's really, really irritating to be a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. No, I I can completely understand that. And watching that game, I I saw Tommy, who's also a very hard Duke fan, was uh. Didn't seem too upset on the surface, but deep down, like that, this is one of those years um, that you'd you'd like to take it back and you'd like to have something change. Uh, yeah. Whether that's that be four or five three point attempts and just driving the post with Zion or <laughs> or something yeah. else. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Purdue played Tennessee. That was a good game. Virginia and Purdue was also a great game. Great game. Great Virginia game. pulled it out of their butts, but I mean. 
I mean, I you had just... Purdue, and I think if I had if Purdue won, I would definitely win all my brackets because everyone had Duke and I had Michigan State over Duke. Like I would definitely have be winning my work bracket, um, which is the one, only one that I really put like m- a lot of money in. Yeah, but I love to see Virginia win because as much as I like Carson Edwards, Kyle Guy and the other dude for Virginia, Ty Jerome, D- Ty Jerome, like they were putting on a show too, but all the attention was on. And that's the thing is that is that Carson Edwards deserved to win, but Purdue mm-hmm. didn't deserve to win. Exactly right. You can't if a guy scores you forty two points and has over half your points, pretty much, you don't deserve to win. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Two not really hot takes, but two things: Michigan State's star player, Cassius Winston. Cassius Winston. He doesn't wear his headband, right? It's I way, think it's I way think, too like low. I think, I think it's because he has a receding hairline. So yeah, I don't I, know what it is, but it's I, weird. Yeah, it's it, because he looks like I, Ray Allen. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's got to be because he does wear it really weirdly weirdly. And the other thing is Virginia's one inside guy who has the blonde hair and he's black. Uh, Diakite. Yeah, Diakite. That man has to be the ugliest man I've ever seen in my life. No like, comment. No, no, like, it's just like, that's not his natural hair color. It's not. And and, or, people, or, uh, in the middle of the year, it was, it was black. Yeah, people have said, like, that he's, like, the weirdest dude ever. And I could totally believe that. And that, that's, it reminds me of, like, a really old, like, I don't know. I feel like, when I say really old, like, <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s, you always just have, like, those psychos that, in yeah. playing sports, they always like grew their hair out or like did a mohawk or like kind of the guys off of uh, that one football movie where the dude roids up and he's smashing his head through windows. Like that's what back uh, Ilikite is that right? Ilikite, yeah. Ilikite, like that's what he reminds you... me of. And and he was the one that had the game winning shot that really sealed it at the end. Or no, he's the one that took it to overtime. Took it to overtime. Did yeah. you see the guy from Purdue, Matt Harms, the one with the hair that keeps fixing his hair? Yes. <laughs> so I've been, I've been saying this since last year that he is the most annoying he has the most annoying face in college basketball. And I almost started crying when I saw the other night that he's only a sophomore. I have to deal with that annoying face and that annoying hair for two more years after this. Well, I'll tell you what. I thought that him and Isaac Hawes were the same person. No, oh, I mean, yeah, no, they definitely <laughs> they they look I mean, yes, I I agree that uh that Harms is a lot more annoying looking. He's a punchable. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Purdue has that big white guy back yeah. <laughs> from like two years ago. Yeah. But yeah, they, they look semi similar. Like Purdue, you can always count on that. Yeah. But do you think Carson Edwards is definitely gone, right? You think? <sighs> it's it's gonna be that's a good question. It, it I mean it definitely helped his draft stock because he is very short. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it can get any higher because if you watch college basketball, you've already known he's capable of this. Right. But it doesn't necessarily translate to the NBA. No, that, no, that's why so, you see a lot of good players that don't really do much. Like Tyler Hansborough, he didn't yeah. really do that much, did he? No. And he was he, like he, he was horrible. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see. I don't think his draft stock can get any better, so he might use that to go. He might also stay because he only has one more year and he's confident. Um, they could be very good next. They could do the same exact thing this year. Mm-hmm. Or they could do the same thing next year as they did this year. I think the only senior they had was that Ryan Klein. So yeah. 
it'll be interesting to see. For sure. And then the bottom of the bracket, I don't know about you guys, but these games were a lot more boring to me. Like the top of the bracket definitely like took the cake. Oh, Texas Tech killed Michigan. Yeah, that that wasn't a good game to watch. The Florida and the Florida State Gonzaga game wasn't that good. It wasn't, wasn't as good close. as I thought it'd be. No, I thought it was gonna be like, wasn't Gonzaga, was it Gonzaga and Texas Tech that was like the top offensive and the top defensive, or was that Gonzaga Florida State? It was Texas Tech and Michigan. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> they were like, yeah, they were like two. They were two and opposite. They were two. They were two and three. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, I gotta yeah, I be honest. Uh, Spike, you made the take of like, uh, you said Gonz- watch Gonzaga pull out and win this thing. And after they beat uh, Florida State, I was like, oh boy, you rolling? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought no, I thought so too. And then and then Texas Tech was just like, oh no, we'll just hold you to forty some or sixty uh, some points and just win this. Yeah, sixty nine seventy five. I think Texas Tech of everyone's left. I think I want Michigan State. But I think it's either going to be Virginia or Texas Tech. So I will, I will say this, that CBS just lost a lot of money because now that Zion's out, I mean, that's let's let's be honest. Like, this isn't me mm-hmm. as a Duke fan. CBS wanted Duke to be in the Final Four. Oh, 100%. And they better hope to God himself that it isn't a Auburn-Texas Tech national championship. Too I'm not true. saying that people wouldn't watch that, but – you can't tell me the ratings compared to other years wouldn't just be, I mean, just low is an understatement. Well, they, would, you, they would be down. Yeah, because you look at Loyola Chicago last year making it to the Final Four. Like, that was at least, like, a Cinderella Cinderella story. Yeah. Whereas, like, Auburn, like, yeah, it's is it Bruce Pearl was their coach? Yes. Bruce Pearl left Tennessee, and it's, like, his third year at Auburn or something like that. Yeah. And he took them – to their first Final Four appearance, and like that, that can be a story. They can work that to be a story. Yeah, I think I think CBS is one hundred percent rooting for Michigan State. I think they're just yeah. willing to accept their losses with Duke not making it in, and now they're just like at least Michigan State's still kind of a blue blood. They better win. So I think they're rooting for a Michigan State Virginia, um, Michigan State Virginia national championship. I think Auburn Texas Tech would be terrible for ratings. I think yep, yep. I think Virginia and Texas Tech with both their defense would be a very low-scoring game, and I think it would be one of the most boring national championships that it ever could be. Yeah. No, I think Michigan State and Auburn would be okay. As long as it's – I just think if Texas Tech comes out of there, it's not going to be very eventful. I think Michigan – I think they probably want Michigan State-Virginia, but – They want like, that. Because they can def, – but they can definitely pull lines out of the Auburn – out of Auburn. But Auburn really doesn't have, like, a super superstar, right? They don't. They just have shooters. Yeah. Exactly, and Virginia has Guy and they got they got Kyle Guy. They got Ty Jerome. I mean, they can they can shoot, but they're like I said, they're they're defensive based, and they're just a boring basketball team to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I would imagine that CBS wanted Duke, North Carolina. (laughs) Oh my gosh, they there's there's no doubt they wanted Duke number one, and then if they could have some sort of mix between UNC, Kentucky. Gonzaga, something like that, but even now, LSU to talk about like their coach. Yeah, now they're just like, oh my gosh, if Michigan State doesn't win this, it's gonna be bad. Isn't it crazy too that how quickly like people get notoriety in March Madness and how quickly they lose it? Like, remember, that, remember when everyone was talking about Fletcher McGee and now he's not even a person anymore. And that's and that's the thing. <laughs> it's kind of sad about. No, you're right. And that's the thing that's kind of sad about college basketball is like, 
I was watching um, one of the, the the shows after the game, and they were like, yeah, and I guarantee you didn't know who Carson Edwards was before this. And that's the sad thing is I guarantee people didn't. Now, no. I, I watch college basketball, so I knew who he was. I watched them last year. But, like, it, it's sad that it takes the guy to have a 42-point game to for, for people to know his name. Mm-hmm. Well, and you look at, like, some of the other teams that people were really hyping up. Like, Murray State got crushed by Florida State. Yeah. Buffalo, who people were hyping up because they were, like, all seniors, got crushed by Texas Tech. Yep. Nevada, who everyone was hyping up, lost in the first round of Florida. To Florida, who I thought was crushed awful. by Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's just crazy how, like, what people think. The only one that really panned out based on takes and stuff, hate to say it, but Hayden's Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they, they played <laughs> – they played Virginia tough. Um, they always just... go with the sheets pick. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> always get good with the sheets pick. No. Yeah, Oregon. Spike, remember, remember whenever Belmont was going to make it to the Sweet Sixteen? Oh man, I was so close with that. <laughs> close, but no cigar. Maryland was close to beating LSU, and who knows? Yep. It's crazy how one game can really make the difference. And, and, and that's what I mean. And that's what and I mean. How seeding can really make the difference. It does, and that's the thing: is the best team doesn't win most of the time. No. You know, like. I'm sorry, but I don't think that – who did Gonzaga lose to again? I think Gonzaga beats te- Texas Tech more times than not. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, Gonzaga think, lost to uh, – yeah, Texas Tech. I think if North Carolina plays Auburn again, I think they win. So it, it just goes to show that, like, that's the that's the beauty of March Madness is the best team often doesn't win because you have to win six in a row. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's it. Wouldn't be any fun if players did like a three-game series. And so, that, so the March, cool so, so March Madness is like a gift and a curse to college basketball. And that the gift mm-hmm. is non-college basketball fans watch at that time. The curse is mm-hmm. nobody cares about the regular season. Exactly. Like, like think about if Ethan Happ has a crazy game for Wisconsin, they make it to the Final Four. You know, my yeah. boy, my your boy, boy Saint, your boys, uh, the Hauser twins. The Hauser brothers, the Hauser brothers from Marquette. And, yep, your boy and Tristan be, Clark. Maybe he'll Tristan, go get out there. <laughs> Tristan Clark, yeah. His triple double. His triple double. He might, yeah. And then if uh, if Dean Wade plays for Kansas State, he's not injured. Right back. Now, so. yeah. No, not he, at all. You hate not him. At all. Yeah, dude. Him and I are not on good terms. I DM'd him the other day. Oof. He did. He did. <laughs> he, he unfollowed me right away. But we were talking for a little bit before that. So that means he was following you. Yeah, he was following me. That's crazy. He was following me. Him and I were we were tight for a while until I found out he wasn't playing. And then I was yeah, like, he, oh, well, he'll, he'll play next round whenever they whenever they beat was, UC Irvine. He was he was following the podcast until you said that. Now he's not following it. Yeah. Well, he was actually going to be the person that donated the money for your mic, but he dropped out because you were throwing so much shade toward him and how he was injury prone. The GoFundMe's going to fail now, Spike. Yeah, I do, I, do, I do need a new mic. I know. I'm sorry. No, Gosh. we'll get there. So, are we going to make our final four predictions here? Yeah, I'll make mine really brief. I'm going to go Michigan State and Virginia or Michigan State Auburn. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Michigan Texas State. Tech, I'm going to go every possible option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want – here's what I want. I want Michigan State Auburn and that I don't care who wins. But I think it's going to be Michigan State, Virginia, and I think Virginia is going to win. But I want Michigan State to win. I'm I'm very pro Michigan State, Virginia. Pro Big Ten, huh? 
I, I'm pro Big Ten with Michigan huh. State just because of the whole coaching situation thing where people made a situation out to be what it wasn't. And I will forever root for that coach. Coach Izzo, I believe, right? Coach Izzo. Right. I will forever. Two and 11 versus Coach K now. I will forever stick up for him. And I agree with this coaching and the heart he put, puts into it. So I'm going to say Michigan State, Virginia in the national championship with Michigan State beating Virginia. Go Sparty. Um, out of spite for CBS and everybody, I'm going to go Texas Tech and Auburn. And, um, <laughs> and I'm going to go with Texas Tech as the most boring national champion ever. Interesting. And I hope CBS fails. All right, score. Score. 38-35. <laughs> oh, my God. People would hate. Ham- hammer the over on that game. Hammer yes, the over. Seriously. <laughs> Career like like lows in three point percentage. I mean, it's just going to be a terrible game, and yeah, it'd, so be, it'd be no different than the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Super Pretty Bowl much. was terrible. Yeah. But did you guys see? Uh, so today's April Fools. Did you guys see that someone remixed the Saints game for the Saints to win? Yes. yes. Oh my god, it was I hilarious. Didn't see that. I didn't Dude, see I'll that. send it to you after the show. Literally, someone spliced together the Saints. Like they get called the penalty and they kick a field goal and they win. That was and awesome. Up, that was so funny. Saints fans are still triggered about that, and this just adds fuel to the fire. So, <laughs> so speaking funny. speaking of football, did you guys see Le'Veon's tweet um, today? Le'Veon Bell's tweet today, and it was uh, like like a thirty second video clip of his new rap song, and then no. like the caption was like, you know, is it like the, the fire emoji? So is it lit or and then like a trash can emoji, and. <laughs> Um, Keenan Allen commented, and he was like, "Dude, I love you, but this is trash." And they had like they had like a little fight, and like I li- I listened to it, and it's like the worst thing ever. Oh man, I'm looking at this now. Uh, Lady so- Bell said, "Are you ready? Fire or trash?" And Keenan Allen, I gotta keep it ban- banned, bro. I, I have gotta, no idea. That's gotta just- keep it real, bro. This ain't it, trash. <laughs> it's Allen. so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude, this, they're going back and forth on this. If yeah. you honestly felt that way, you could have texted me and said that. LOL, it seems people with check marks want to troll everyone for attention and mentions nowadays. Yeah, he's, the one, yeah, he's the one posting that, yeah. asking for people to comment. Keenan Allen said, I wasn't trolling on my mama, bro. I don't troll. Like I said, I speak facts. You should have asked if you ain't want the truth. Exactly. <laughs> Keenan Allen, I Think love about it. how ridiculous it is that this kid, guy is posting like terrible rap music and then having like online arguments about how his music is actually good. It's horrible. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Like he has so much, he, that's what he's spending his time doing. You know what I mean? Like not this, not to say that I'm spending my time any better than Le'Veon Bell, but like as a professional athlete, I think you're held to like a higher standard and yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of pathetic. Yeah, but one of the people that said trash, that tweeted trash, was Steelers Nation, that verified account. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. But I did not think Keenan Allen would be the type of guy to... Someone said you deserve an ACL ACL injury this season for this. Oh, bro. I need to listen to this after the podcast and and see how bad it really was. It's so bad. Wait, make it the outro song. Make it the outro song. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. I don't know. Lady and Bell will probably ding us for copyright. Yeah, you're probably right. We're probably already going to get fined for some of our our sponsors that we have. So 
Yeah, well, whatever. If they find us, that means it's a good thing. Press is good press. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the motto. Speaking, speaking of sponsorships and all that, so we started pushing stuff, right? We're starting to promote, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to yep, take that? Yep. Yeah, I, uh, we made our first uh, Instagram post and Facebook post today. Uh, if you want to follow us at our social medias, it is at Vacant House PC. That is Vacant House PC uh, on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, all the social media platforms. Uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. It's just uh, we're going to be posting a heck of a lot more on there. Uh, we're going to be advertising and promoting some stuff. So if you see our ads, uh, give them a like. Uh, leave a comment if you would. Um, and also, if you're listening, start leaving some reviews. We like seeing some uh, reviews in the in the comment sections. And uh, I know on iTunes we had a mysterious review. I still have no idea. I asked my dad. He said it wasn't him. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, so I, I don't know. But uh, we had a nice little review saying about our friendship. Which I hope nice. it's some Aww. lady from like Iowa or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she, she's. it was probably the person that had to sit through our first podcast and reviewed it. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're such great friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but, we're going to be pumping yeah. the social media, like Hayden said. Um, starting to promote some stuff. Starting to see what kind of uh lovely viewers that we can get in here and uh like like hayden said if, if you have any feedback whether it's positive or negative um just to give us some noise to to show that someone's listening yeah not that we necessarily need that but we're always looking to to better ourselves and try to make this as fun as we can and as productive conversation as it can be so for next episode i need to get a mic and I need to get better photos of myself, correct? Yes. Or you need to get a mic and we only use that one photo of you for I am just like the least <laughs> photogenic person ever. I like that. I hate yeah, my Spike, picture being Spike taken. doesn't take photos. I don't. <laughs> and every time I do get my picture taken, I'm making some sort of stupid face. It's huh. like, look, I caught a fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my face when I catch a fish, okay? You look so yeah. unenthusiastic. You're like, a, okay. To be fair, though, that's how Mitch's pictures are when he catches fish. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Except like his lip face. is like 10 feet long because he has a dip in. <laughs> Six like, dips in. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know though, what situation I would be in where my p- picture is being taken and like I'm smiling, like a good smile. Prom? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you should make that your, you should get, do you have LinkedIn? No. You should get LinkedIn and make your prom picture your profile picture. <laughs> Oh my and God. just see all the attention that you'd get. <laughs> I think I think my I should make my I poop today shirt big. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would be great. First thing is solid press. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll wrap this one up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like we said, if you have any feedback, hit us up on any of the social media platforms. For me, Hayden Spike. We are signing off, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Mm